Hello and welcome to a very special abbreviated version of the Florida Squeeze Florida History Podcast. I am Robert Bucciolato and today we pay tribute to the life and career of Wayne Mixon, the 39th governor of the state of Florida. Of all the people that I've interviewed in the now 10 years that I've been a researcher and a historian, perhaps none has done more to establish me as a legitimate historian than Wayne Mixon. Since the days that my granddad used to take me to the Capitol and historic Capitol buildings and would show me around all the various governor's portraits, I was always enamored by this oddity of Florida history, this three-day tenure of Wayne Mixon. As I got older and graduated college and started writing and compiling uh, works, I contacted him to see if he would be interested in being interviewed for a book that I was working on at the time, which would eventually be my work on Governor Dan McCarty. I interviewed him for probably about an hour and a half, and at the time he was already 92, and he had this incredible warmth about him. It was uh, something out of old Florida charisma, the the quintessential uh, northern panhandle politician. Always ready to glad had anybody, always ready to kiss a baby, shake a hand, and he just had that charisma in spade form. It's an element in our politics today that is sorely lacking, and anybody that tends to have it um, at the state house level, they're usually held in very high esteem. So we talked, and that one conversation. Uh, led to me being assigned as his uh, official biographer. And then for the next two and a half years, I would meet with him, usually on Saturday, usually once a week, and we would sit down and I would record. And it would be uh, usually around noontime after he had his lunch, because if we did it at 10, uh, Mrs. Mixon would kind of put an end to it at noon because they were very very structured on when they ate, when they slept, when they worked out, all of that stuff. So if I came over at, you know, 12.30, 1 o'clock, they would uh, be ready to go until probably sometimes around 4.30, 5 o'clock I would leave. And what ultimately came about was my still unpublished book about his life, uh, Florida's Wayne Mixon. Now, I've often been asked by people, what happened to the book? And I've always kind of stared clear away from giving somebody a definitive answer. Suffice it to say that my connection and my continued interviews with the governor ended once the book was pulled from publication. But even afterwards, when everything was all said and done, I still admired and really loved Wayne Mixon. He was governor of Florida for three days due to a process that we've talked about on the show known as resign to run. Bob Graham decided that he was going to run for the U.S. Senate, and so there was a um, 
bit of a fluke in the new election rules where you had to resign if you were holding office, let's say you're governor until Tuesday, but you're getting sworn in as U.S. Senator on Friday, then you'd have to resign your governorship for the last few days in order to hold a new office as U.S. Senator. That was the case with Bob Graham winning, was that his uh, tenure um, would basically get eaten up by this new Senate role um, where he would be sworn in on January 3rd and his term as governor would uh, elapse on January 7th. So for this uh, three and a half day period, Bob Graham resigned and his lieutenant governor of eight years, Wayne Mixon, became the 39th governor. Now what is so interesting about this state and the office of lieutenant governor and governor is the fact that nobody has ever until uh, Reuben Askew and then twice more Jeb Bush and then Rick Scott ever served two full consecutive terms as governor. Nobody had ever done that. And when Wayne Mixon came along, um, his tenure eliminated Bob Graham from meeting that distinction by about 72 hours. And in doing so, it made Wayne Mixon have the shortest tenure as governor in the state history. But what is so odd about that is not only is there just a handful, about three or four, who would serve for about eight years as governor, but there has yet to be a single lieutenant governor that has been in office for a total of eight years. The person, oddly enough, who holds the record, who did it uh, the nearest to eight full years, was Wayne Mixon. So therefore, he has the longest tenure of any Florida lieutenant governor and the absolute shortest tenure of any Florida governor. Confused? The people of Florida were in 1987 when he was sworn in. I used to talk to him and tell him that uh, he actually was there at the start and the close of the golden age of Florida. When he raised his hand and was sworn in as a member of the House of Representatives in 1967, it was right on the cusp of uh, reapportionment of Claude Kirk being elected, of all the great infighting that would be done in the Republican and Democratic caucuses and the new Constitution. And when Bob Martinez raised his hand in 1987 and was sworn in as governor and Wayne Mixon's brief governorship ended and that was the last role he would ever have in an elected office many people say me and Carter included that that was on that day the official end of the Florida golden age of politics so perhaps more than anyone else you could make the claim that Wayne Mixon had front row access to all of the players and all of the events from start to finish pertaining to the golden age. That's something that really nobody else can claim. When 
Governor Mixon died last year at the age of 98. He had the uh, distinction of also being the longest-lived Florida governor. And I think it's truly incredible that you could trace through his life the great progression of American society. When he was born in 1920 in Alabama, uh, most of the country, as far as farming was concerned, was agrarian. Uh, there was just starting to be this exodus towards city life. Then you saw the rapid um, mechanization and um, you know leap forward in the way that you uh, would plow the earth when where you would harvest the crops and things of that nature. It, it went basically from biblical times to 1920 was the same way. And then 1920 onwards was this huge uh, agricultural revolution, and he was at the forefront of it. And then in his 50s, he won a seat to the Florida House of Representatives, and he began his life anew. He was a very, very important person. I think if you were to ask him what his greatest thrill was um, in in his life, he probably would say uh, the time that he hit a hole-in-one um, in the 1980s and the fact that he was a member of the Florida House of Representatives. That was the, the great honor. And as a matter of fact, when uh, the Capitol... Uh, closed down the people that uh, when they were getting ready to do refurbishment the people that were members of that last session of the legislature were allowed to purchase if they wanted their seats in uh, you know the chamber that they had been using my granddad who served with Wayne Mixon for a number of years purchased his and um, he had it for a little bit, but I, I'll be honest with you, uh, who knows what happened to that poor, incredibly valuable piece of Florida history. I would, uh, you know, tell my mother-in-law to find out. But Wayne Mixon kept his, and as a result, um, it's still in his house today, upstairs in his office. That was the only seat that he ever used. And when he was governor, that was the seat that he willed in there and used. Wayne Mixon was really one hell of a man. And it is still pretty hard to talk about him because um, I miss him very, very deeply. And I'm somebody that usually likes to be a a peacemaker and who likes to mend old fences and unfortunately this was one fence that couldn't be mended so as much as I love and respect Wayne Mixon I do have a tinge of regret in this tribute in the fact that um, there was a lot more friendship that we could have had so I just want to close this uh, tribute by reciting the end of my book that I wrote on Wayne Mixon. And to me, it perfectly encapsulates the great legacy and personality of Florida's 39th governor.
It was a quote from my grandmother, of all people, who said, Askew was admired, Collins was revered, Graham was respected, Wayne was loved. Thank you very much, guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening.